0: Good to see you here this morning, uh, Glad that you can come and be here. We know uh, there's a lot of places that you could choose to be and we 're thankful that you come to choose to be here to worship and and seek god and uh, we 've got a, a good day today talking about life groups and life groups are something that we do here as a part of our small group bible studies we don 't have Sunday school for adults we don 't do things like that. We have life groups, and they meet in people 's homes during the week and we 'll do that at least two different times a year for 10 to 12 weeks at a time, and then occasionally uh, a couple of different things during the summer. So today is the day that we're registering for our new groups to start. They'll start the first week of September, but we'll have the whole month to register, so you can think about that. And I'm just going to spend some time today talking to you about life groups and what they are, and you can kind of hear from uh, a few other people today about the life groups. And uh, just in case you don't know, some of you have uh, have been in a part. If you've ever participated in a life group at all, raise your hand. Great. There's a bunch of you have have been uh, in a life group. And as Chris said earlier, uh, for the rest of you, what's your problem? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, so I just want to take just a few minutes and share some things with you, and then uh, we've got some other stuff that, that uh, to talk to you about. But. Uh, just to talk about why do, we do, why do we do life groups and why do we talk about them and why do we think they're important and that kind of thing. And one of the things that we like to, to remind you, it's the same thing that we say when we talk about giving and tithing. We, we say the same thing, is that life groups, we don't tell you about them because it's something that we want from you. It's something that we want for you. And it's not like that we're just trying to get you to be a part of something because we've got something going on. And we don't want people to sign up so we can say we've got X number of people signed up in life groups. I mean, that's good. But the idea is we know that Bible study, first of all, is important. If you've been here any amount of time, you know that we talk about how important it is to read the scriptures and to study the scriptures and that kind of thing. So just to, to be involved in Bible study is important. And we want that for you, not from you. It's not like we're, you know, hey, we want to steal a night of the week of your life and you just have to do it because you're one of the committed. It, it's not about that at all. It's it's just being involved in Bible study because we know how important that is. So we want that, we won't really want that for you and because that will benefit you regardless of whether you stay at this church or you end up going somewhere else or move to another state It's not a program. It's something that we want for your life that that really can make a difference in your life. So that's one of the big reasons that we do that and why we think they're so important. But uh, there's a couple of other things that that, that, uh, I want you to know. Just understand, Jesus modeled this thing that we're doing in small groups. If you read through the Gospels especially... You can't read through those, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You can't read through the scriptures there and not see that Jesus spent time with small groups of people. Constantly, he was dealing with small groups of people. So that idea of a, of a small group setting was something that Jesus modeled. And uh, he regularly hung out with people. It was something that he did. He, he hung out with people. You can read through there. You can read through the Gospels and see that there was uh, many occasions where he was at someone's home and he had dinner with them he would have a meal with them and they just kind of hung out and then and during and when that was going on a lot of times he was teaching that so they were kind of having a meal they were teaching he was hanging out with them we call we call life groups kind of doing life together where we do kind of the same things just kind of hang out and and, and uh, do some Bible study and some things like that we'll talk about more in a little bit. But to know, and you read through the Scriptures and see that, that a lot of times you can see those people care for each other. They loved each other, and there were groups of people that, that chose to do that on a regular basis. Jesus was constantly in, involved with groups of people. You know, I think this is something important. There's, there's a few occasions, if you'll read through the Gospels, where you'll see that Jesus went off alone. And usually it was to go off to pray. But in all of his ministry, Jesus primarily was just surrounded by people, and which tells me, I think, that God never intended for Christians and for ministry to be something that it's a solo event. He never intended for us to do it alone. And I think Jesus modeled that with always being around people. And then you think specifically about the 12 disciples that he had around him all of the time and those were even a group kind of within a group where he did even more teaching and more uh fellowship and more things where they just kind of hung out together so it's not uh, obviously it's not just something that that was made up um if if you are come from a especially a baptist tradition in your life you know uh the uh life way and um the Southern Baptist Convention didn't invent Sunday, Sunday school like it was some new concept if you've ever been a part of Sunday school. It's, it's always been, it's a biblical model of small groups that have gone on throughout the scriptures and however churches choose to do that, uh, it's still a biblical model of how Jesus did that. And we do that through life groups and we prefer to meet in people's homes as as we do that. So just to understand that it's a, it is a biblical model, it's not just some kind of program to attract people it's not uh, you know on the list of the the top 10 things to do for new church starts you know it's it's a biblical model that we choose to participate in because we know how important that it is and also uh, you'll read if you participate in the life group this time which i hope that you will we're studying through the first seven chapters of the book of acts the whole church is doing that together and we'll also have a sermon series that will go along with that, we'll start the sermon series before the groups start, but it'll be the same chapters and the same passages of Scripture that we'll be covering uh, in our groups as well. And just to look through, as we'll read through, especially in chapter two, we'll see in Acts that it talks about that that first church. They gathered together regularly, the Bible says, and they studied the Scriptures, and they and they ate, and they had fellowship, and they prayed, and they uh, were um, just committed to the teaching that was going on. So again, even even in that very first church in Acts, it's a model that they, that they showed and that they practiced. So it is, it, it's biblical, it's, it's something important and, and that we want to continue to do because we know that it's something very good to, to do. And here, here's the other thing, just we call them life groups uh, because of this. We have an acrostic with the word life, and it's, the L stands for life change when you are involved in a, in a life group, we want that to be an opportunity to where you are challenged by the scripture and by the knowledge and wisdom that God has placed with other people within the group and that your life is, is challenged and that you change for the good, that, that God challenges you to change and grow. So the L stands for life change. The I stands for intentional relationships. The groups are not just a social time to get together, but that is an important part of that. And we, we want those groups to be a time where intentionally you get to know some other people. It's We've said a, a million times, and unless this is your first time, this will be the first time you, you've heard it, that on in this setting, it is so difficult to come. Even if you come every Sunday, it is so difficult to come and really make any kind of in-depth relationship because of the nature of the service. And you're coming in a lot of times right at time for things to start, and a lot of people are ready to leave when things are over. Most of you sit identically in the same seat that you sit in every week almost and so you you sometimes you know even though we and we challenge you to to move around and get to know people and we're always uh, challenging you to do that it's just a tough situation here to do that in a life group you'll be meeting for 10 or 12 weeks with the same group of people Uh, for a few hours at a time doing different stuff, and it gives you that opportunity to make uh, some more in-depth relationships. So the the I stands for intentional relationships. The F stands for following God, and that's just one of the things that that we hope that will happen as we study and we're obedient to God. We follow Him and follow what He wants for our lives. And the E is engaging the world. We um, believe that the information that we receive in the study is very, very important. But the saying of, you know, information without application equals constipation, right? You know that one, right? You know, you can, you can take a whole lot in, but if it never comes out, you're in big trouble in a lot of ways, all right? So it's the same thing with Bible study. I mean, we, we're not encouraging you just to become a Bible study junkie. You know, what's the next Bible study? Oh, oh yeah, I've done that Bible study, and I've done that Bible study, and I've done that Bible study. But if you ask the question, well, how has it changed your life, and what have you done with it? Well, not anything really, but man, I've just I've done all those Bible studies. That's not what we want for you. We want, we want you to be able to take what you learn and engage the world with that, to be able to tell others about Jesus, to be able to serve in different aspects in ministry, either through things that we have going on in this church and outside in the community and the the different areas where God has placed you in your jobs and where you work, the people that He surrounded you with. We want you to be able to engage the world because that's what Jesus did. And so we're not interested in just becoming spiritual junkies who just stock up on a lot of knowledge and don't intend to do anything with it. So that's important. And that's just kind of in a nutshell some of the reasons of why we do those life groups, so this morning I've got a couple of people uh, we're going to interview. I'm going to Tracy Burkhaltter, if you just come on up. Tracy's going to come up. Tracy uh, is uh, not only one of our elders, but uh, Tracy is also one of our small group uh, Bible study leaders, and he's led several different groups and participated. And so I thought I'd just have him come up today and, and sh- share with you just a, a perspective from a person who's not only participated but also as a leader specifically this morning just to talk to you a little bit about, in case you're wondering, you know, what happens in a group and how does that go? So Tracy, just from your experience, if you don't mind, share some things, maybe just in a general way. Um, What's the kind of a general format? If somebody was to come to your group this time, uh, what would they kind of expect in in the format?
1: We usually usually start off the the group meetings by, by coming in and just hanging out together, talking, sitting around, and uh, we usually have pretty good food. We uh, pretty much cook a meal uh, just about every week. A lot of people do snacks. We, just for the last several years, have always decided to cook pretty much full meals. Uh, lasagna well, I, I meal guess or, that
0: pretty much sums it up, who's going to be signing.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then for the rest of you who are on a diet. <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> no, we do. We do. We, uh, so we sit around for the first, I don't know, 30 or 45 minutes and eat together and chat and just get to know each other and and uh, hang out and then we migrate from wherever we're doing that to either around a dining room table depending on how many people are there or we go to a living room and and scatter around the living room and sit and we have a discussion um, about whatever lesson it is that we're covering and um, just kind of chat through through things together whether it's specifically related to the study or we're we talking about things that are going on in our lives and then uh, we have a, a prayer time, and, and just hang out for a few minutes, and that's about it.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's, that sounds awesome. Like uh, Tracy said, a lot of the groups are, um, are that way in that w- uh, whether—I mean, we don't cook a full meal. Good grief. You just raise the bar, like, unbelievably high right there. Um, but a lot of the groups will have an element of there'll be some type of fellowship food. Some, some groups choose to do that at the beginning. Some groups wait, they do the study and, and stuff first, and then they'll have the fellowship time at the end, but the, most of the groups all have that element of of a snack and fellowship time and, and that kind of thing, and then of the, the course the, the study time as well. Um, play some games every once in a while. Our group, I know we do that. Do y'all got, you guys do that every now and then?
1: We do. Uh, we'll choose to have a game night and where we just kind of come in and eat and hang out and, and play whatever games are yeah. pop- popular at that moment, categories or whatever it is. And uh, just have a good time. Or we might have a night where we decide to go out to eat together. Because after a while, you get to know each other pretty well. Um, you know, you, yeah. you, you make good friends doing this. Mm-hmm. And uh, you want to do things together. And, and you just want to have a night where you go to Ruckers and hang out and Dig just out. have a good time together. <laughs> yeah, that's it.
0: Cool. Okay. And what about... Um, What about the actual, whenever you come to the study time? Some people may be accustomed if they've never been in a group. They may be accustomed maybe going to Sunday school or maybe a more formal type setting. But our life groups are kind of informal in that way. Tell them a little bit about how the study might take place. I mean, as a teacher, are you going to be the one who stands up and has the podium and reads the lesson? Or how's that going to take place?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Uh, You know, I'm a facilitator. And uh, so what I basically do is f- facilitate discussion. And I might basically summarize what a section of our study talked about and then say, what do you think? What have your experiences been? So my little spiel is really short, if it's anything at all, other than what do you guys think about today's lesson? Right. And discussion just takes off. And it's right. relevant to whatever we whatever we studied that week yeah
0: and that's really that's the way our groups are we, we tell our leaders we want them to be facilitators mm-hmm. uh we don't want somebody to give a lecture because we we really believe i mean if you're reading and studying along the week with whatever's supposed to go on uh as especially as a believer um and by the way if you're not a believer we really would love for you to be a part of these groups as well so uh, that would be awesome because you could learn more about what's going on but as believers are are reading and studying, you know, God can speak to you just the same as he can anybody else, and and I think that's one of the the great things is that, um, you know, we're not limited to the knowledge of one person. It's a cumulative effect of what God's doing in all the lives of these people and what he might have been showing them that week, and that makes it a whole lot, to me, more fresh of, like, real life stuff than just you know, hey, here's our here's our lesson. Let's read through it. Okay, let's pray, and then nobody gets a chance to talk. So that's that's pretty cool. I've,
1: I've experienced a lot of that. What I've found is there are a lot of people in this group right here that know a lot about yes. the Bible, and we learn from each other. Yes, and it's it's exciting to see that there are a lot of folks in this room that read their Bible regularly and they know it. Right, and can share that in a way that people can understand. Yeah. And Cliff and I know who those people are. And uh, we make sure they're not in our group.
0: I don't want Steve Bolt in my group because, you know, he's just going to know more than me and it's going to make me look bad. And so I make sure he's either leading or he signs up in somebody else's group. I'm just kidding. Sorry, Steve. I don't know why I picked on you. It's a natural thing when I get up here on stage, I have to pick on you for some reason. Um, But that is true. There are a lot of people who, and and, uh, especially people may assume as a pastor or even as a as it well Tracy's been leading a, a small group for a while he obviously knows more than anybody else and that's not necessarily the case mm-hmm. so our, our leaders are good at facilitating discussion and keep trying to keep discussion on track so that you can you can really learn and we always talk about it, it is about our life and what God's doing in our life the goal is not to get through the lesson the goal is to apply the scripture to our life and if if you didn't cover one or two verses nobody's going to wig out on you but oh wait we got we, you know we got Three more verses we never did cover. Uh, the goal is to, to kind of let God guide that discussion and, and have some good uh, interaction with what God's doing in our lives. That, that's awesome. What about um, okay, your, your facilitator? Are there other options for people to have any kind of leadership stuff within the groups, or is it just the leader's it and nobody else can have any leadership?
1: No, there, there's several things. Uh, we, we always need somebody that will uh, handle coordinating snacks or food for For the uh period of time that we're going to meet, and that might be through email or uh telephone calls or whatever but they they plan out and just make sure that we do have something to eat and uh we have you know we, we ask for somebody to help to figure out some type of a service project that we can do yes, and uh that can range that can be a lot of different things i don't know if you're going to cover what that can be, but you know.
0: If you got something in mind you can surely share it or we're well, going to we well talk more about
1: it we gathered a few clothing items and carried them to uh happened to be greer community ministries we were going to take them to uh a women's shelter but uh they were they were gone and closed down for uh some period of time with air conditioning problems and so anyway we ended up taking some stuff to greer community ministries yeah. which is distributed very well in this area wow. so that was that's one way that you can help people uh there's other ways that we've helped just local folks that we know um, yeah. we tell everybody in the group if you see a need in the place where you work or where your children go to school bring that need to the small group and let us yes. let us have an opportunity to help with it That's yes. what we want to do
0: and we encourage that in our groups to, to specifically do at least something during that time of meeting and sometimes it's after they they meet uh, we've done several things, help people uh, with yard work around their house, and 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 that is an awesome time for the group again to put into practice some engaging the world kind of stuff, putting your gifts at work, applying scripture to your life, and then serving together. And that's not only is it good to serve and, and that kind of thing, but it also that's another form of of bonding within making. You know, it's one thing to, to eat with somebody, it's another thing to have Bible study with somebody, and then you take that other element and you're serving people together then that's just another connection that people make so that's awesome what would you say uh to to people out here who's thinking about joining a group this time maybe they they've just now heard about it and all things are going through their mind what would you say to them uh, today
1: well it's just a great opportunity to get to know folks like you really don't have any opportunity to get to know them uh you you know it's a very casual setting uh, like Donnie said, when you come to church every week, you come in, you know, you speak to the people that you know. Uh, you might shake hands with somebody new, and over a long period of time, you might get to know that person. Right. But in a small group setting, you definitely get an opportunity to know people. You get an opportunity to learn more about God's Word. You get an opportunity to learn about—well, a lot of our studies are, are just on typical stuff, whether it be marriage or— uh, work or stress or whatever. Right. And you just get an opportunity to learn with people that you will find are, are very much like yourselves.
0: Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well Tracy, thank you for uh your sharing with us. Give Tracy a, a big hand. He's awesome. And uh I'm gonna ask uh Heather and um <laughs> Andy to come up. Andy and Heather Morris and we're gonna talk with them about a few things. One of the one of the things that we want you to know is um Especially when it comes to to Bible study, like what we've talked about, is that it's not something that you should stay alone with. Thank you. You can have a seat right there. Um, of course, you know we encourage you to read the Bible, and um, you're probably doing that by yourself at home a lot of times, and that's great, and you study and that kind of thing. But it's just a, a big difference when you can do that with other people and. Uh, just the community that we have when we're able to do that and that kind of thing. So I've asked these guys, and they graciously said that they would uh, come up and talk uh, a little bit. But um, just to uh, give an idea, how, how long? about how long have you guys been coming to Freedom? We have been here at Freedom
2: for just over two years
0: now. Just over two years, okay. And you've been here the same amount of time, Andy, or no? <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> we came together at the same time.
0: Okay. And uh, you've participated in several life groups. And Andy and one of our life groups helped me uh, as we led together one one of the groups that we did on marriage here a while back. So you guys have uh, participated in the groups for a little bit. And um, just talk, if you would, uh, maybe both of you can share a little bit about um, how it's been as far as being able to study in a group with people and, and the dynamic and how that has helped you.
2: Well, I know for myself at least, my intentions would be good starting off something by myself but probably after a couple of days i would kaput <laughs> i'm much better if i'm held accountable okay. um, by other people and if i know that other people are doing the study at the same time and that they're going to have things to contribute to that's right. that's just at least for me
0: okay so some so some accountability on on that end
3: i'd say accountability and encouragement definitely um I'm on my own i'd probably Uh, have good intentions, like Heather said, (laughs) but, you know, in a group setting, uh, you know, everyone's busy during the week, and you, you know, you go, "Uh uh-oh, I didn't do my study. You get there, and yet everyone, you know, in the study, as you are facilitating, you're saying, hey, this isn't too bad. Someone else is, I didn't, I didn't read this week, you know, and yet you hear different perspectives and say, I wish I would have read, because that is awesome, and I can apply that to my life, so it's pretty cool.
0: right. So uh, so, a good option of realizing that um you know there are times as busy people that you, you, you may not read that week or you may not keep up not that that's the ideal thing to do but but it happens at times, and you know nobody's going to slam you over the head with a hammer or you know it's and and it's encouraging to know like you said uh even if you if you didn't happen to do that, you can still learn, and that is more of encouragement to say, you know oh, I missed that week, but you know i'm going to catch up and get back with things so uh so that's awesome uh i know in, in the groups that we've led to it is that, that encouragement and the, the accountability uh sometimes even if people are are um running a little bit late and they're you know it, their group meets on wednesday and it's tuesday and they haven't looked at their stuff you know and they start you know really reading that's uh you know again maybe not the ideal way to do it but when that happens it's still that that accountability of knowing hey my groups meet tomorrow and i need to need to be up on things so Whereas if I were doing that by myself, and I've done this, you know, I have started a reading plan, and I might miss a day, and my phone's got this neat little feature where I can do catch me up, you know, and so I can push the button, and if it, you know, I can it can catch me up to where I was where, and I might not have that accountability. It's kind of easy, so that's awesome. Um, what about um, talk a little bit about uh, as far as just kind of community and maybe how being a part of the groups have helped you to. Get to know some other people within within the church
3: there's a guy that plays the guitar when we came here i was like wow that guy is good I, w- I wonder what his name is and i would see him and and you know he'd have his little thing there during part of the song and he would he would jam yeah and uh we went to a partnership class with them and i said he we all had to say our name so i said hey i know his name <laughs> but from there on it was hey I know that guy's name what was it you know time goes on but he can still jam on the guitar well we happened to be in a small group together and uh, uh learned more than his name because we got to on a weekly basis pray together and I can tell you even just just one instance I was driving down the road had a little tragedy had to go address and I got a phone call and it was hey this is so and so hey how's your day going I told him he said man can I pray for you right now and uh what it did was it was an encouragement to me it was awesome but then it was also for me to say man i want to call him and maybe i can encourage him too so it's been incredible to uh just the relationship side of small groups and how you get to meet past coming through the door and just saying hey and then trying to remember a name in a small group setting you know you won't forget their name yeah
0: hey you yeah hey guy
2: what's up fella
0: yeah okay (laughs) What about you, Heather? Some ex- experiences you've had there?
2: Well, I think one thing that I would have to say is we've intentionally tried to switch groups, too. Yes. We have been in four, I believe, here at, at Freedom. And we've done, you know, different groups every time. And it's, it's sometimes um, easier maybe to stay with a familiar group. and And maybe one or two times, you know, that's fine. But I would encourage people to mix it up a bit because uh-huh. you'll... You will benefit, and the others will benefit, too, from um, different leaders, different people in the group. You know, you don't want to get into, like, a click type of, of thing where, you know, you're so comfortable that you yeah aren 't really learning any, you know, any new names or anything new about the people, because when you 've been together for you know four sessions or whatever you've right. experienced all you can about everyone 's <laughs> lives for sure so you know there's always different different facilitators this time you know we're doing the same study, which is, is great too, because then you can even talk about it with other people and yeah. stuff too so yeah. um, I think it's been awesome because again, like you said, you don't really get to know people on a Sunday morning. But it's so much fun when you are in a small group with people and then you see them at church. Yeah. Then you know what to,
0: Maybe you can sit on. somewhere
2: different. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. You <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but you, you know, you just have deeper things to talk to people about right. on Sunday morning even. Right. You know, right. so.
0: And we've talked about this before, but just so I uh, want to make it clear. We, we, don't, we don't try in any way to make you believe that if you join a life group that you're going to have 12 new best friends. I mean, but the idea is that you will be have an opportunity to be exposed to other people that maybe you don't know, and you may not become their best friend, but you will get to know those people a whole lot better, and even to pray with them and that kind of thing. And so we're not we're not telling you that hey, just join a group and you'll instantly have twelve new best friends and have something to do every night of the week. It's not that. Although you you may make some friends that you'll have for life, but um, the idea of just uh, that uh, a little deeper connection, making uh, more of a of a other than a how you're doing on Sunday morning kind of thing, like I say, where you can come. You, maybe you do sit together. Maybe you do, when you see them, it's more than just that surface conversation with them that you, because maybe you learn something about them in the group. You learn something about their family or whatever. You haven't been in a group with them for two sessions, but you still remember, and so you can say, you know, how's the family going or whatever. And so it's, it is a little bit more of a you feel like you're more connected to what's going on than kind of just just showing up. So uh, th- those are some some great things. So I hope you're you're listening to to this as a, just you know a personal experience and something that that you will uh, have in your life. What would you guys say uh, again to somebody who, um, especially the people who have never been in a group? And they were as at as the ask who you know several people raised their hand. But there's a few uh, who've never been in a group. What would you say to them?
2: Just go for it. Um Andy and I, were, when we were preparing for this a little bit, our first small group was over 10 years ago now. And mm. it was scary at first because you kind of go, ooh, what do they do with these things, you know? <laughs> but I can honestly say, and I'm sure Andy will agree, that it has been, you know, one of the best new moves that we have done, you know? It just, every, everyone, some groups obviously, maybe you click better with, with some people than others, but yet it's still a, a neat, you know, new experience, so just go for it, and you don't have to sign up a second time if, if you, you know, if it's not for you, but I would say, right. don't just come to one, and then say, oh, I don't know about this, give it a chance, you know, yes. like anything, you've got to give it a chance, and um, I don't think you'll be sorry that you did. Awesome.
3: I'd say uh, be selfish and come for the food. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, no. Um, Come to Tracy's group. meal. (laughs) in in a small group setting, someone's missing. And and usually you think, well, I'm not going to try it. I'm not going to go. And and you put all the emphasis on yourself. And what happens is when you decide, hey, I'm going to give it a try, um, as we all are part of the body, okay, there's a piece missing if you're not there. Yeah. So what happens is when you go, even with the expectations of what can I provide or what can I do, you will get so much more just from the encouragement, from other people's perspectives, and the food is good.
0: And the food is good. And did we mention the food was good? That's right. And that is, and it's one of the things, and I hope you're hearing this, as we always try to do this, is there are, in, in your minds, if you've never been, maybe there are barriers as to things that we've talked about. I'm afraid I don't really know anybody the barrier of, I don't really know that much about the Bible, and everybody else in the group is probably going to be all Bible scholars and I don't know anything, so hopefully we, we've tried to help you see, that's really not the way it is and it, it, it will be an awesome time for you if you'll be involved in, in those groups, you'll, you'll learn and have fun, fellowship, get to know some people and uh, have a way of exercising your gifts in service as well and so it's just an awesome time together so we hope that, that you will do that well guys i appreciate that thank you so much for uh, coming up give these guys a hand thank you for 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 being willing to do that and uh what i'm going to do is we're, we're going to have a time uh here just for you to to kind of get still for a little bit and 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 uh, just pray here's what i want you to do just want you to think about your, your life, especially as it pertains to Bible study and fellowship with other people and the things that we've talked about that are a part of this life group. Um, I want you to just think about that and just, just the conversation. How is that going in your life? How are, how are things going for you? And just to have a quiet time, and especially as maybe you've already made up your mind. You're you're signing up, and it's not a question. But for those of you who are still kind of on the fence, uh, not in any kind of manipulative way at all, but I'm praying that that God will really help you to see the benefit of what it means to be in these small groups because it can really make a difference in your life uh, and draw you closer to God and have that fellowship that I think as Christians we really need we're not limited to that because we're we're to be in the, in the world as well telling other people but we need that encouragement and we need that energizing part of our lives and that often comes through fellowship with other believers so as uh, as this next song happens just uh, if you would just kind of uh, meditate and uh, ask god direction in your life as it pertains to the bible study and the and being a part of a group this this time